So, Jelly. Russell. I'm back from the US of A, and I know that we don't release these podcasts the second we record them, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be continuous. I'll be in the USA again anyway. I'm extremely jet-lagged. That may or may not come across in this podcast, but... I thought to overcome that, we've we've got to go big. You know, they, they have the saying, go big or go home. So I've got a question for you, Jelly. Okay. And it it is the big question. The the big question. Some would say the biggest question. I I think if you if you're gonna go hard or go home. Are, just... are you about to ask me if you look fat in those pants? Because the answer is yes. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yes. Wow. How long have you been married? The answer is never yes. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm not married to you, Russell. Wow. I'm or offended. am I? Not with that, I choose you not. <laughs> All right. So, enough of the big question then. The big question, Jelly. So, the big question is funnily enough a series of questions, but it is just known, you know, as the big question. I'm going to ask you the first one of these series of questions, Jelly. Okay. How did we get here? How did we get here? Yes. Well, uh, one day you asked me to start a podcast. <laughs> I knew and- you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, are you talking like metaphorically? Like how did philosophically? We get here? Like how? Yeah. how did, where did the human race come from? Like how, how did we get here? Oh, I mean that kind of depends on who you talk to, doesn't it? Well, I'm talking to you. What, what's the yeah. jelly opinion? The jelly opinion is that I just don't like to think about it very much, really. I mean, I was brought up as, as a Christian, right? So the uh, the answer to that is how well, how did we get here? Well, we were created by God. That's the general consensus. You know, God put us here. Um, some people actually think it might have been like through evolution, and then there's, then you've got like the evolutionary stuff of just like, well, you know, some monkeys one day decided that they were going to do something a little different. I'm not not quite sure that's how the process works. Some of the uh, scientists yeah. in the audience might might be calling out on that one, but. I guess regardless of how we got here, I guess the more important question is like why are we here? Do you do you think there's some purpose to to you existing or are we just kind of here like, you know, we're here because we're here? See, I mean, I like to think that we're here for, you know, some particular reason. I, I, I believe that there's, you know, some reason for us to exist. But again, I mean, that depends on who you talk. The thing about this is like, it's all like, it's all kind of mostly theoretical for a lot of people. Like, you know, what I say might be the case isn't necessarily the case for somebody else. Like, what do you, what do you think we're here? Well, see, this is interesting. Like, I I was also raised a Christian. I'm not, I'm not one anymore. I kind of walked away from that like a, a while ago now. I don't think there is a reason. I think we're, we're just here. And I think it's, it's a weird thing to step back and think about, but, I almost think it, it potentially doesn't matter, like whether you believe there's some, you know, there's some destiny that binds you, whether you believe in, you know, some kind of greater being or you just believe, I know some people believe in the power of the universe and the, the universe has destined you to do something. I I don't know that it really matters. Like the fact is you are here. And, and I know this sounds, you know, even more philosophical, but does, does there need to be a reason? Like does there need to be like a purpose like to being here? Isn't just like being here enough? I mean – if you're born somewhere, lucky enough to be born somewhere like Australia or, or you know, live in a country where you're not, you know, dirt poor and, and starving, then chances are, like, life's pretty good. See, the thing is, is that I think we do need a purpose. As people, uh, I think we need to have a purpose. And that's part of the reason that we, that, that people ask these questions, right? Because we need to know that we're not doing everything for no reason at all. Because if we do everything for no reason at all, then what does it really mean in the end? And 
uh, will it does it even really matter why, like if if there's no reason for me to do anything then why should I do anything at all I think there needs to be a purpose and I I think that we need necessarily need a purpose but to ask the question of why are we here begs the question of what is somebody else's like uh, you know uh, gods or some you know something else like some other you know the universe whatever you know that's asking what their purpose is for you to be here and that I mean that depends whether or not that matches up to with what you think your purpose is is kind of entirely up to you really isn't it yeah i mean it is and even outside of the spiritual realm like if you don't believe there's any such thing you can still have a purpose you're like you know maybe i'm here to be be like a i don't know like a visionary and maybe i'm here to change the world or yep. um maybe i'm here to i don't know <laughs> what kind of callings do people have like i, I want to be the best accountant that you know ever lived or whatever like i'm sure people find purpose in all sorts of things like we tend to find purpose like in jobs in in family, like in relationships and like responsibilities and, and things mm. like that. So, yeah, whether there is like a higher calling or not, people still do end up kind of searching for some kind of purpose. You're like, yeah, you, you know, I'm, I'm here because I want to do X. I, I think that's definitely true. And I, I, f- I feel like when you take somebody's purpose away from them or if they don't have, if they don't feel like they have purpose, one of the greatest pitfalls of working from home, which is to get into a, to get into the routine of not feeling like you have anything to do, like that's the difference between, I guess, working from home and unemployment, which is just <laughs> hanging out on the couch, theoretically playing games. Uh, I think it's called fun employment now, Jelly. They've, they've oh, right. Is that it. what they call it? Yeah. When you don't have a reason for you know for you know getting up every morning, it's really hard to actually even bother getting up. I think I I definitely think that. Uh, you know, we seek out purpose, uh, regardless of whether or not there is or is not a purpose for us to be here anyway. Yes, that makes sense. <laughs> that does actually make some sense. So, what about let Let's get personal in this in this purpose. Like, is is there one thing you wake up in the morning? You're like, ah, oh, I got to leap out of bed because X. Usually, if I'm leaping out of bed, it's because <laughs> uh, something has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> You've been bitten by a spider or something has uh, jumped on you. Yeah, or or sometimes like, uh, sometimes I'll like wake up because I ha- I know I have a thing later on that day, and my mind is like. We're running late. We're running late. And all of a sudden, I'm like, ah, I'm waking up and I'm showering. It's two o'clock in the morning. The thing's not until like, you know, late afternoon. Wow. You, you plan early for these things. Yeah. I, I like to be early. I like to be early, Russell. It's just, it's part of my nature. I know. I know. This, this is what I've heard. That's the word on the street. Is jelly's yes. always early. Yes. Mm. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see what we did there? See, this is another another interesting thing about the purpose of life is that you can't, you just kind of can't ignore the biology of it. Like at the end of the day, like humans do feel like they're they're meant to reproduce, and you know, there's meant to be more of us than there was before, just you know, to ensure the ongoingness of our race. And yep. that it's funny that sometimes is is kind of tied into it. Like I hear a lot of people say, like you know, I want to be a a good dad or a good mom or a good uncle or like whatever, like. 
uh, we don't want to get into the the appendage size of it too, too much, but you know what I mean? Like some people find purpose in that as well. They're like biologically like I need to support, you know, these other people. It's not about it's not about the size of your family, Russell. It's about what you do with them. <laughs> hey, do you have one of those sticker families, Jelly? Is there, is there like you, your cat I, on there or whatever? No. Mel and I judge people with those stickers <laughs> on their car. We we judge them heavily. I don't think you're alone in that. There There is definitely like a biological sense to like, you know, our why we're here and all that sort of stuff. And I think it even goes further than that. Like, obviously, there's like, uh, you know, there's the, um, you know, the, the ticking clock uh, or, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and even just like, you know, the base instincts of, uh, of you know, our sexual needs. <laughs> oh, it finally uh, came up on an episode of Topical. What do you know? But it goes further. I think it actually even goes further than that. And it becomes like this social, like, thing that you need to like that uh your part of your purpose for being here is to reproduce or to not reproduce depending on the situation like if you go into a job then they definitely don't want you to you know be uh suddenly need to leave because you've become a parent or whatever it's very inconvenient it is very inconvenient. How, how how are they supposed to make money uh, if you're off doing the deed, I guess? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not doing that on work time. Just to, as an employer, I'm just saying you can you can take time uh, off for that. You can do it in your, in your spare hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's what holiday pay is for. <laughs> oh, Well, there you go. Jelly's future employers. When he takes a day off, now you know what's going on. <laughs> I it's one of these things right where it becomes like that that sort of stuff gets kind of turned into this requirement of you socially like you need your purpose is is this uh we think like we want you to do this and um for some you know in some situations like you know if you're talking to your parents maybe uh that might be where's our grandkids and for work it's like well you know your purpose is to make me money Make me money, please. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> yes, except normally without the please and the and the thank you. But it's it's yeah, that is interesting because normally it starts off with we we have this kind of thing in our society. It starts off with you know why don't you have a girlfriend slash boyfriend, and then after that's solved, it's like well why aren't you you and your girlfriend slash boyfriend you know married or living together or whatever, and then yeah. after that it's like hey why haven't you and girlfriend slash boyfriend like had any kids? And it's just <laughs> that whole expectation of like this is the steps. You go through it's it's interesting because I often wonder like can you can you be single and can you still be happy? I mean, I I always struggled being single when I was uh, you know when I was in my I guess teens, but I I, I think that yes, you can be happy. I, I don't think I don't think having another person you know uh, in a romantic way necessarily means that you're going to be happy. And I definitely don't think it goes the other way either. Like it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be unhappy either. I definitely don't think that you like that you need to have a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, in order to be able to be happy or like, you know, a partner, wife, husband, dog. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, no, that, that that makes that makes some sense. But see, this does kind of we are going somewhere. This kind of leads us on to I guess the biggest question. If you think about uh, what defines us, you know, as human beings, you've got things like, you know, we know how to use tools, we can, you know, reason about the things we're doing, we form societies and stuff. But really, I think one of the things that massively defines us is that one day, you know, sooner for some than for others, every single one of us will die. Mm. And I guess that's, they call that the constant of life, you know, death and taxes. Some people manage to cheat taxes for a while, but, you know, you can't, you can't cheat 
death. And I, I do wonder sometimes, like, is that is that like a scary thing for you? Is that something you you're worried about, or is it more like does it define you in any way? Like, how how do you feel about the whole you know what happens when you die, and is there life after death sort of question? What's the word for people who examine that a lot? Is a, uh, is a phrase for it? No, <laughs> it's like um, ex existential. Existential. I'm not. I'm not existential. Really. I'm. I'm the sort of person, as a general rule, that if I don't really think about something too hard, I won't like. It, it just won't really kind of come to me. And then when it does, it just really, you know, it really kind of just sits there and is like. Hey, 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 pay attention to me. Hey, 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 hey. I definitely have thought about, like, I definitely do occasionally think about, like, death and, you know, what happens after I die, both to me and to the people around me. It's not something that I think about often. Do you, are you existential? Do you think about this sort of stuff a lot? Uh, I don't think about it a lot, but it does It does kind of drive me a little bit because I'm one of those people that yeah. I'm pretty damn sure that, you know, when I die, there's there's nothing on the other side like at all. Like I think a lot of people really, really, really want there to be because, you know, we kind of feel like we're we're special and we're unique and we have like a consciousness and what a shame it would be if when I died like that didn't exist anymore. But I, I do wonder if that's a bit of a... A flowery sort of like construct to make us, you know, feel better that Russell will go on to exist forever. Like, don't worry, don't worry, you'll always be around. Like, I, I don't think that's a thing. And I think for me, that kind of defines life. It's not like a morbid thing where I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, one day I'm going to die. It's more like one day I'm going to die. And therefore, like, you know, I, I should try and get something out of this life. Like, I should take, I guess, more risks. I should, you know, do more interesting things. I should have some fun with it because. There's that constant reminder that even even if you discount death like a little bit, you're still going to get old and frail one day. Like there's there's still a time you know coming where you're not going to be able to do some of the things you can do, and that for me is like a huge driving force. I'm like hmm. you know maybe I'm a little bit worried about you know doing this or just trying something different. I'm like you know what one day like I'm going to be dead. Like I might as well you know do that thing now rather than later. So I I don't I mean I I I believe that there's something after death. I don't necessarily have any kind of, you know, hard evidence to back that up with. But I don't necessarily know if whether or not you have this idea of like something after death or whether you don't have it really has that much play on like, I mean, I think they have different effects on how you live your life, but they generally come to the same general idea, right? Because most people, um, most people who do believe that there's, there is something after death believe in this idea of like, you know, a good place and a bad place or something along those lines. And so as part of like their, as part of life, it becomes this kind of striving to, you know, I want to go to the good place, not the bad one. <laughs> And as part of that, like, you, you end up making the decisions that you make generally tend to be like this, not necessarily, doesn't necessarily have to be born out of like, I don't want to go to the bad place. Uh, I don't, you know, not born out of fear, but born out of trying to make the right decisions so that they get to, you know, that they, you know, get to go to the place that they want to go. It's, I guess it's like you're trying to drive um, from, I don't know, Sydney to Melbourne and you don't actually have a map. You're just kind of heading in the general direction and every every road that you take, every kind of turn that you like, you come to a crossroads and one of those roads might lead to Melbourne and the other might 
might uh, or might not and you just kind of have to kind of take those roads hoping that you get there in the end. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I see where you're coming from and I think you're right. Like I think um, people on either side of like this equation normally – uh, they assign kind of the negative thing to the other side. They're like, you know, I'm a good person because I believe in consequences and, you know, there's judgment and, and you know, after I die. And people people who don't believe that there's judgment can just do whatever the hell they want. But that's that's not really how it plays out because people on the other side are like, well, I'm, you know, I'm moral because I want to be moral. Like it's not like, you know, someone yeah. someone out there is holding a big stick and they're going to whack me with it like one day. I'm just yeah good because I want to be. So I think people do kind of end up in – in the same sort of places. And I reckon the only thing it really changes maybe is kind of like how you how you choose to define your life. Yeah. So how much, I guess, purpose and meaning and sort of things you assign to, to various bits that happen. For example, if you believe that someone is, you know, actively watching over you and let's say, I don't know, something good happens in your life. You're like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Like I've been rewarded for my goodness. Whereas if you're on the other side, you might be like, oh, well, that – that was fortunate. Like you know, I was really lucky to get this thing at the last second, which I wasn't wanna, which I wasn't originally going to get. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're talking about dub dub tickets, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you not get any jelly? <sighs> no, I didn't get any. But I'm oh. still going to be in San Francisco. Maybe your deity of choice just chose not to uh, not to give them to you for good reason. Because I'm told everything happens for a reason. Yeah, well, I I like to believe so. Maybe there's going to be a meteor that hits the Moscone Center, and uh, then everybody will die. Well, okay, Charlie. <laughs> and so because I haven't gone there, maybe that's the reason that I'm not, I, I didn't get a ticket. That line of thought has like never made any sense to me. Like people who, let's say they're in a pl- plane crash, right, and they're the only survivor. They're like, you know, thanks, someone was looking out for me. Like I feel so blessed or whatever. I'm like, what about those other 245 people? Like they just, yeah, yeah that's rough for them, eh? I, I guess yeah. someone was looking out for you, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't looking out for them, <laughs> suckers. Yeah, sorry, sorry about your ticket. I didn't. I, I wasn't responsible. And uh, I, I'm sorry that you did get a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. See, uh, this yeah. is how this works. Well, don't be too this sorry because they're actually lining up next to uh, the Bill Graham Center. We've gone way off topic, but it's apparently pretty rough around there. So maybe yeah. you're lucky that yeah. that you don't get to line up. Exactly. See, done. <laughs> all right. So to to round all this out, Jelly, uh, you, you've got the concept of the big question. It sounds like. Your general opinion on this is right now you're not too bothered. Are you here for a reason? Are you not? It, it doesn't seem to bother you too much. I I mean, I guess. I, I like to think that I, I kind of understand the general gist of the reason why I'm here. Maybe that's why it doesn't bother me so much. I'm definitely not one of those uh, what, like a, an existential kind of thinker. You know, my every waking thought is not kind of based upon the idea that, you know, I need to make sure that I positively affect what happens up to the point and after I die. You know, I don't I I definitely I just don't think I just don't think about it really. I just don't think about it. And it just kind of that's how I just kind of I just kind of waft through life like that, I guess. <laughs> waft through life. Waft. I like that. Should get a t shirt. Yeah. I'm wafting through life. Yeah. So <laughs> No, it, it's funny. Like we come from different places. Like you're obviously more religious than I am, but I feel the same way. Like it's not something that that bothers me day to day. It's not something that like I'm, you know, lying yeah. awake thinking about. It's just more yeah, something that's kind of in the background. But I I do have a a question for you that and this 
this may trouble you. This this might be something oh. you've never thought of. And this yep. one, uh, this one is really heavy. So this is one I've heard from a lot of our listeners. Like okay. causes them a lot of angst, a lot of anxiousness. Like they're yep. writing about it all the time. So I just I don't I don't know the way the best way to phrase this. So I'm I'm just going to try and collect myself and put it out there. But okay. I want to know what you think happens to topical podcast after we say the word boom. <laughs> 